on here? Yes, all right. If you go to Isaiah chapter 49, Isaiah chapter 49, um, I know that we're going to have at least uh, one baptism today, so I'm going to try to, to uh, get done just a few minutes early. Um, but uh, thank you all for, for being here. Thank you for getting family out, and uh, I sure appreciate you coming in today. Isaiah chapter 49, we're going to pick up in verse 13. Um, forgive me, my voice is not going to be very good. I'm really struggling right now with a cold allergy something, and so kind of be praying for me. <clears throat> but uh, I, I really I have something that's been on my, on my heart, and I, and I hope that I can deliver it properly to you. You know, what she just said, you know, we will see Jesus. He's coming again. Now the truth is, when he comes again, some are going to be left and some are going to be taken. And you've got to know that you know that you know Jesus as your Savior. There's got to be a time and a place. You know, I was physically born July the 23rd, 1955. I was physically born on that day. Spiritually, November the 8th, 1975, I was born again. I, I, at that moment, I trusted Jesus Christ as my Savior. And there's got to be a time and a place. And you may not remember that exact date. Truth is, I didn't remember the exact date. I knew it was in the fall. But years later, I found a little Gideon's Bible. And that little Gideon's Bible that I had gotten saved through in the back of it had where I'd written down my name and the date. But Isaiah chapter 49, verse 13 this, this is the title that I'm giving this today, and very simply, don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 13 says, Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and bring forth into singing, O mountains. For the Lord hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. But Zion said, the Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. You see, there's some that get to the point, they say, the Lord has forsaken me, the Lord has forgotten me, and, and can I tell you, uh, that can be us real easy at any moment. We can get, something can happen in our life, it could even happen today, or could have happened last night, and we could feel like the Lord hath forsaken me, he had forgotten me. But look what verse 15 says, it says, can a woman forget her sucking child? that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget. Now God's saying, he's saying that it's possible, although it seems improbable and it seems incomprehensible. He says it's possible that a woman could do that. But look what it says now. He says, yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. And <clears throat> what he's saying is, thy walls, those are walls of protection. What he's saying is, God, when I pray for this place, and I'm just about to pray again, when I say, God, wrap your arms around us as a, as a mighty hedge of protection, you know what that is? Those are some mighty big arms, and those are some mighty big walls that protect us from the evil outside. And so now we will pray. Father, I pray that you bless. Holy Spirit of God, I come to you once more. And I yield myself to thee and I ask you, Spirit of God, to speak through me. That somebody's life might be affected and changed and salvaged today. 
Dear God, if there's one here that does not know for sure they're going to heaven, dear Lord, I pray that they would know that today. I pray that they would gain assurance and that they would know uh, what the Scripture says, that the promise is true, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Father, I pray that right now that you would wrap your arms around this place, encompass us in a mighty hedge of protection from all the evil that would like to attack us. And Lord, the evil one is in this world, the prince and power of the air, and he wants to, to come and he wants to bring this dissension and and confusion to our world to our nation to our church lord i pray right now in the name of jesus you turn him back that you would keep him from this place and lord you'd keep the evil one from snatching away any truth from from the hearers today please i yield myself to thee dear jesus and i ask you to bless in jesus name amen you know, he says here, he says, can a, a woman forget her, her sucking child? And, and, and when I was reading this recently, I thought, I thought, well, Lord, I feel kind of bad because we've left one or two here or there. If you, you know, we, got, we had six of them. Anybody ever forget it, forgot a kid somewhere? The, uh, you know, it, it's just a bad feeling when you, my, my wife, I, I'll tell on her because I don't like to tell on me. And so... <laughs> But she and her mama, uh, which which is that this makes this even more understandable. They were uh, they were traveling down to Mississippi, down someplace in Mississippi, see family or something, and so they stopped at a little gas station to get something and for the kids to go to the bathroom, whatever. And they they got it. They all loaded back up in the car, got down the road about 15 minutes. When one of the girls said, "Mama, Amber's not in the car." And Joe Beth just kept driving and said, girls, don't do that to me. Just hush. Just, just don't play with me like that. Don't mess with my mind like that. And, and she kept driving. And they said, but mama, she's really not in here. When she finally realized she wasn't, man, they slammed on brakes. They're 15 minutes down the road. They whipped around and came back. So, you know, we got like, well, I'd say they're 15 minutes down the road. They're like five minutes coming back because uh, I know how Joe Beth drives. And so... They get, they get back there and, and walk inside, and, and Amber's sitting on a stool behind the counter eating ice cream. And uh, two little girls behind the counter said, 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 ma'am, as soon as you left, there was a man that said, I'll take her and catch him. And they said, no, you won't. She's going to sit here because we know Mama will come back for her. And she did. She came back for her. I'd like to say that's the only time we left one anywhere. Uh, and I'd like to say it was never intentional. And so, uh, but, you know, when you got that many, it just, you, you just suddenly, you just think, surely they're all in here. And you, just, you suddenly realize they're not. And, but God says, you know, we, we limited with these little minds, we, we forget things. Even the most important of things, like our children, uh, we might forget. But God says he don't ever forget. He, he never forgets. Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Boy, that is an incredible statement. And you, watch this. You know why he can't forget thee? He says, behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. He said, I, I, look, I've made a mighty wall of protection around you. But he said, I've graven thee. And watch this now. We so often will think that means he's graven our names. But that's not what it says. It says, I've graven thee upon the palm of my hand. 
you know what? I don't even com- totally comprehend that, but he's got all of me all carved out in his hand. He can't ever forget me because every time he looks at his hand, I'm there. Now, Deuteronomy says, be strong. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Again, does that not excite you? He will not, he, he will go with thee. He will not fail thee. He will not forsake thee. He's not only with you all the time, he won't fail to protect you. He won't fail to be there for you. We're seeing some pretty incredible things here at our church. We really are. I, I think just today is another incredible day. And, and, and some of you may come from really large churches and everything. But, but if you could have been with us even a year ago, uh, God is doing something. God is moving in the lives of the people. I, 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 I put this down and, and, and I thought, Lord, I want him here. But Brother Alex Harper is back there right now. Brother Alex Harper is here. You know what he is? He's a miracle. He's a miracle. Stopped, stopped dialysis, what, 14? 14 weeks ago, stopped dialysis. And they told him all these things are going to happen. All he's doing right now is going and getting exercise and going out and working out and, and cutting his grass. God bless you, Brother Alex. God's doing something because we pray for him. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Even our crowd for visitation yesterday was as large as a Wednesday night or a Sunday night crowd a year ago. The Lord is moving in lives and answering prayer. It's just like Brother Felton said, it's all about prayer. It really is. It's all about prayer. We've got to continue to be a praying people. God is moving people to us. Uh, we saw that recently, and even more so that that, uh, that the uh, brother Doug is uh, with the with. Uh, uh, Brother Josh here, they work together. Well, they've just got their company to allow them to move their, their operations here to our, to our city and going to be a part of our church now. And so, amazing thing. We had people leave last week with hope in their hearts about a loved one. Amen? One of the dangers, though, here's what I, God put on my heart. Uh, just kind of a continuation, but one of the dangers that we face at this moment is the fact is the failure to see God move according to our timetable. I wanted so badly, I just couldn't hardly get wait to get here uh, to, to, to today to this moment because and I almost feared that somebody might not be here because they've already become discouraged because God has not moved according to our timetable. You say, what's our timetable? Uh, listen, if, you're, if you are hurting, if you've got a loved one that's, that's hurting and you're wanting them recovered, our timetable is now. In our heart, we don't want it tomorrow. We don't want it in 15 minutes. We want it right now. We can go from, from excited hope to exceptional doubt in a moment, in a day. And you say, how would that happen? When it seems our prayers go unanswered. You ever felt like you prayed and your prayers were going unanswered? And, and, and when, when that happens, I'm just, I'm going to beg you now, hold on to hope, okay? 
Keep hoping in God because he's a prayer-answering God. But you say, but he hasn't answered my prayer. You don't know that. Daniel prayed and waited 21 days, and the answer had already been sent. But there was a battle going on. There may be a battle trying to get that answer to you. We, we may begin to, to doubt when, when the one we hope and dream will come home, but they have not. And we really just, we may have left last week with our hopes and our dreams and our and excitement of our heart that God's going to do it. But they still, it's a week later and they have not come home. When we hoped and prayed for something wonderfully good to happen, but bad or seemingly bad things happened instead. When, when that feeling of hopelessness and apathy is finding its way back into our heart. When your happiness and joy of heart is overwhelmed and you feel like the stress and the problems of life are just not going away. It's a wonderful thing to be filled with hope. Amen? Amen. And, I, and I loved the smiles and the faces of people. I, I saw tears and I saw smiles of, of people leaving out of here last week with hope. Please do not lose hope. Amen. Psalm 31, 24 says, Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. He shall strengthen your heart. Our heart is strengthened. Fear flees and courage fills our hearts all through hope. God says if you'll just hold on to hope, if you won't stop hoping, God says, you know what that'll do? It'll strengthen your heart. It'll give you that strength of heart where you feel like, I can't go on. God says, I'll strengthen your heart. All that you dreamed of, it's still, there's still hope. We have great hope through the blessed hope, through the power, grace, and mercy of our God. We have hope for our loved ones. We have hope for our prayers. We have hope for our future and hope for our present. But time passes. Here's what happened. Time passes even the short span of a week. We may have received negative news. Now, during this week, you, might have, you, you walked out last Sunday with hope and might have got slammed with something negative. You, you may, uh, may have... Re- had uh, maybe you saw even a loved one and, and had such hope that, that they were going to come to you in a different attitude and a different response, yet they did not. Their response was not positive. Suddenly the clouds of doubt begin to enter. Am I talking to anybody this morning? And I'm just, I'm trying. To, you say, Brother Hooker, why are you doing this? I'm doing this, I'm doing this because I, I love you and I know the old devil wants to destroy your hope. You see, Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. You know, God said he would strengthen our heart through hope, but hope deferred, hope postponed, hope uh, delayed, that makes the heart sick. You say, well, well, wait a minute, would it have been better for me not to hope? No, I want you to understand, why would God allow your hope to be deferred if it makes the heart sick? I think there's a couple reasons here. Number one, uh, several reasons, but one number one, I believe, is that God has not deferred anything. He's trying to get us on his timetable, not, not ours. He's trying to get us to let, understand he's a sovereign God. He's God. 
He may be letting us know that he is sovereign, he is God. He, we, may, we must understand that everything is according to his timetable. He may also want us to learn that the will of man is involved and God will not force his will upon a man. You say, then how is God going to do this? If I pray, if God won't force his will on, upon somebody, uh, they may never change. They may never come around. Uh, listen to me now. Here's what he will do. The more you pray, the more he will bombard him with conviction. The more that he will just saturate. And you say, uh, is something bad going to happen to him? Look, uh, God also says the goodness of God bringeth us to repentance. He, God may, may just do something in their heart, but God will let up. He'll just keep coming with floods upon them. He'll keep coming. He can't force them to decide. So we may be delayed because they are not ready. But keep praying and keep hoping because God will keep bombarding. Psalm 130, verses 5 and 6 says, I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. Are we waiting? I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. And in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. Listen, the morning comes a new day. And there's sometimes that we're just saying, if I can just get to the morning, I'm in darkness. If I can get to a new day, a new hope. And God says, you know what? I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait. And in his word, do I hope more than they that watch for the morning. You see, I don't need a new physical day. I need a new day of brightness in God. I need to be looking at Him. Psalm 71, 5 says, For Thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. And I just like to so we got a lot of young people in here. I, I beg you. I beg you, you. The world that you're living in is bombarding your minds. And trying to take your hope away from God. The world you live in is mocking God. The world that, you're live, that you live in is trying to give you everything else and telling you everything else is going to make you happy and all the technology and all the, the, the wealth and all the, the prosperity and all the things. I, I just beg you, I, I, God will take care of you. God will bless you amazingly. God will do some amazing things. But, 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 I, but I'm telling you, the main thing is that right now in your youth, you need to grab hold of God and trust in the Lord from your youth. Let me tell you, there's going to be some things that have come. I, I, used, I told this several times to some adult men. Uh, I, I told them, there's going to be some time. They, they kept saying their solution to everything was money, 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 money. All we need is money. Get us out of this. And I said, no, all we need is God. Because there's some things that money cannot buy you. And we're not talking about money can't buy you love. But listen, if Jessica, if Jessica Hargrove right now had a, had a million dollars, she still can't cure her daddy. She can't. One knelt beside their, his bed and placed my hand upon him in that, in, in that room uh, the other Saturday. Listen, I, I'm not saying anything in my hands, but I know this. My prayer, when I pray to God, my God is more powerful than a million dollars. The scripture says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. 
you know, we, we so often, we start formulating everything in, in, in our mind, the way things are supposed to be and the way we want things to be. And I'm going to beg you, listen, please don't stop hoping. Please don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. Believe God. Our understanding is limited to time, and the passing of time in many ways affects our faith. You understand, we're, we're limited by time. So things seem so long to us. Folks, we, 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 we want something to happen, and it seems like it's taking forever. If you have a loved one that you wept over last Sunday, can I tell you, right now, it, it, this past week seemed like an eternity. It could be, and it just seemed like time is so... But we have to remember, God is not limited by time. God knows that God doesn't have any time. So it, it's, this week was, was a blink of the eye, if that much, to God. And all, really, the Lord is concerned about is that it's not when they come back, it's that they come back. So often what God does must be done in our conception of time for us to continue to trust Him. And I beg you, don't put God on our timetable. Hey, you heard it so often, I mean, God, God is just never late. He just seems to be late to us. If you got a need, you got a financial need. You know, I, I, maybe I don't know if you told told them Wednesday, but you about they. Uh, uh, yeah, look, it's been a lot of expense and a lot of doctor bills and a lot of things and, and unbelievable, but, but God is, is so good. They went, went, went out to, to eat and sat down uh, at, at Abby's, right? Abby's gets some good vegetables, I mean, so, um, so they went down and sat down at, at Abby's and they, they wrote us to tell us about that they were sitting down there and, and, and their bill was $38 and something and, and a man walked over to the table and, and said, God told me to give you this and lay down $40 on their table. And watch this. Here's how good God is. He must have he just broadcasted in the room because then another man walks over and puts another $40 down on the table. Hey, listen, when, when you get to that point and you just, you feel like, and I know what they were doing, it, it, Anybody ever been, you're so broke that you finally just take the last little bit you have and say, we're just going out. <laughs> Anybody ever do that? Just like, I don't have anything left. What are you going to do? Let's go out to eat. <laughs> you say, that don't make sense. Yeah, I know, but right now I just need it. If I get down to, you know, if I can scrape up enough pennies for a milkshake, everything's going to be all right. What God does and how he does it must fit our conception of right and fair for us to continue to trust. And we'll say, hey, listen, I've called myself, God, it's just not right. Anybody ever said that? God, it's just not fair. You ever looked at him and said, Lord, I, I, I'm, I, I'm in church, I'm being faithful, I'm serving you, I'm doing all, all I know to do. God, it just doesn't seem right that I have to suffer this. 
Our minds and our mouths may say we trust, but at time and, as time and circumstance continues, without the desired end, our emotions and our heart reveal the cloud of doubt that has entered. We must continue in faith and trust. For the scripture says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. We've got to keep believing. We've got to. We've got to keep believing. And you say, what is, that's hope. Hope is when we believe even though the circumstances say it's not going to happen. The Word of God says, he, and I love this, He made everything beautiful in His time. You know, that, that's a hard one to grasp too when you're in the middle of a mess. You know, it, it really is. I, I was pushing my, 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 my Volkswagen. I was in northwest Indiana in a snowstorm, coming back from Bible college. I made $4.70 an hour, had our fourth child on the way in a one-bedroom apartment. Things are going really good. <laughs> and I just ran out of gas in a snowstorm in a Volkswagen. And you have to understand, anybody ever had a, the original Volkswagen bug? Okay, what you know about this is it has heat in the summer and plenty of air conditioner in the winter. It has no heat. It has no defrosters. It has nothing. That's why I drive down the road. I'd have a scraper for inside and a scraper for outside. And I ran out of gas, and I'm three miles from home in the snow on the road, and I'm pushing it by myself. Now, I got two choices. I can either spend that next three miles of pushing that Volkswagen in the snow, in the cold by myself. I can either grumble and gripe and complain, and I've done a plenty of that plenty of times, okay? But this time, I don't know what happened. Something happened to me, and as I pushed it, I started writing a song. And I started writing my song. It's called Beautiful Morning. Beautiful morning, when Jesus I shall see. Beautiful morning, with a trump he'll come for me. Beautiful morning, he'll take us all away. <laughs> beautiful morning, yes, a beautiful day. Amen. And I'm, a, I'm writing about a beautiful day in this snowstorm. And you know what? When I got home, ran upstairs, I wasn't angry, wasn't upset. I had to write, run down, write down my song. And, and years and years later, my girls recorded that song. Hey, listen, we got a choice to make. How are we going to react? And what, I know that's some wonderful singing. I chose to do it when I had an excuse. He's made everything beautiful in this time. It just doesn't look beautiful to us, but it's beautiful to him because he makes no mistakes. Do you understand? He makes no mistakes. But we have to understand it's in his time, his way, not ours. It's our responsibility to trust. True trust is not an endurance test. Listen to me. True trust is not an endurance test, but a joy test. And peace, knowing that God is God, and he will make all things beautiful in his time.
Remember our text. It said, but Zion said, the Lord hath forsaken me and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget. Yet will I not forget. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. We may feel God has forgotten us and the burden that we have. But I don't think most mamas in here, you're going to forget your nursing baby. It's not possible, but if you could find one, God says that even so, I cannot forget you, for you're engraved upon the palms of my hand. I'm going to have, Belle, where are you? Belle, just come right up here and, and maybe sit right in front. I'm going to have her sing a song just for a minute. We're still early, but I'm gonna, while she's getting ready, I'm going to give you an illustration. And this is a little bit, bit tough because even the illustration, we won't see the goodness of God. But our, our son-in-law of our fifth daughter, Matt, when they were married for three months, they found out he had terminal cancer. They were uh, barely 20, 20, 21 years old, I guess. The next two and a half years, he fought that cancer, but Matt preached many times during that time, and, and the truth is, through his cancer before he died, God gave him some incredible opportunities to preach. He preached one night to a thousand teenagers. And he weighed at that time. He was, he was Matt, I guess, is about 6'1", six, 6'2", six, and he was an incredible athlete. You guys would understand athletics, but he, he could, I mean, he could just sky and dunk. And he was run like a deer, jump out of the barn. He's just amazing, athlete in all sports. But Matt, as he was now down to about 135 pounds, and he was standing behind a pulpit, and all of his clothes were hanging off of him. Just. He told how that he had become very discouraged. The chemo was tough enough, but when they put him through radiation, big blisters would come up on his back and his body. He was in torment. And he said he got to the point where he said to God, God, I feel like you forgot me. I feel like you just forgot where I am and who I am. And the day that he was telling the Lord that, he went to a church service that night with his preacher. It was my other son-in-law's father, Dennis Higgins Sr. And, and Brother Higgins began to read this text verse. And he said, they may forget, yeah, will I, yet will I not forget. Behold, I've graven thee upon the palms of my hands. And Matt said that he, as he was revitalized with hope because he realized whatever he was going through. He was surrounded in the protective arms of God. He was graven in the palm of God. I beg you this morning, don't give up hope. 
Don't give up hope on the one you love. Don't give up hope if you're struggling with assurance of your salvation. If right now, you, if you were to die and you say, I don't know for sure I'd go to heaven, don't, don't give up hope. You can know 100% sure that you're going to heaven when you die. You can have that assurance. Don't give up hope that God will use you. There's a song that I heard during this time. There's a couple of songs that were very important to Matt, but I'm going to ask Belle to sing that. And fellas, she, she'll need this mic. she come here. He sees every sparrow that falls. 
different this this morning if you several things I want to ask you if 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 you're battling with those doubts about your salvation I beg you please this morning let somebody take the word of God it takes some minutes salvation is free and it's easy that's right now living the Christian life that's not always so easy but but God paid all he did it all Jesus came and hung on the cross for us that we could have eternal life. He shed his blood and died and was buried and rose again. And he simply says that if we'll believe that he died in our place to pay for our sin, he will give us the gift of eternal life. He promises that. He'll give it to us. If you're here this morning and, and again, you, you walked out last week with hope in your heart and maybe a week has passed and that, that hope has begun to diminish I beg you come back and every week renew it come back Wednesday and renew it every morning you get up look for the morning and say dear God I don't know what's going to happen today but today may be the day that we see the victory keep believing said we have if you're coming to be baptized we have one I know you've never been baptized you're saved and you've never been baptized you need to come if you if you've been saved and baptized want to become a member of our church you can come we'd love to talk to you but here's what we're going to do I'm going to ask you all to stand heads bowed and eyes closed if the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart but to this morning I'm going to have Bill sing that song again it's an invitation song and as she begins to sing this morning, if God has spoken to your heart, and especially if you want to know you're going to heaven, come. But if you maybe need to come pray with somebody, and, and maybe you need, you need to come to the altar and pray and say, Lord, I, my hope, is, I'm struggling to continue in hope. You come on up here, and, and, and ladies, maybe grab hold to another lady on your way up here that will pray with you and kneel and pray. And maybe men, as you're coming, you may, there might be somebody you just say, hey, pray with me because I've got a burden and, and I started to lose hope. As she sings this morning, you come.